Let's go! <laughs> Part three challenge. Go win, man. It's like a for a F-150 or something. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Sabrina, thank you so much for being willing to do this. No problem. You are a two-time winner. Is that right? A two-time winner of the AAPG Teacher of the Year Award? For the Southwest section. Second time for the Southwest section. Two times for Southwest. This is my first for the national. Two-time Southwest section champ and now national champ? Yes. Wow. When I heard the Fort Worth, the city of Fort Worth and its support to the oil and gas industry, the, the natural support of Fort Worth to the, natural, to the oil and gas industry, I was very captivated by that. Mm -hmm. And then to find out that the teacher of the year through the AAPG came, and now you're talking about, you know, uh, Mayor Parker, is it? Mayor Parker. I Googled her. What's she all about? Matt, it's Maddie Parker, right? I have no idea. The four, I, uh, I don't live here. <laughs> oh. Where do you live? I live in Prosper. Prosper? It's in towards Dallas. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. I teach in North Dallas. Oh, wow. You teach yeah. in North Dallas. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks for taking the trek. Oh, this is a nice place. This is uh, great. Right? This was yeah. really, really cool. Well, so back to the story of, like, everything. You know, I started with some fifth graders, right? And I got to teach a day. God bless you. Just a day. I didn't have to do it. Right? I got to go in there and talk about rocks. And I was blown away with how amazingly smart the fifth graders were. Mm -hmm. The questions. They were, like, trapping me, asking me about the core. You know, all, their crazy, all the questions that a kid can ask. And I just love that aspect of it, the innocence of it. I was just very... You know, I was drawn to that, and I really liked that. And I, I love teaching in that and for that reason. Mm -hmm. And I love being taught for that reason, too. Sorry. Okay. So as a teacher, what, what grade do you teach? Seniors, primarily. Whoa. Seniors in high school. You're teaching them earth science? Uh, earth science and AP environmental science. Right on. Right on. So how does your curriculum go, if you, if you don't mind? Does it, how do you do it generally? So for earth science, I actually get to get into geologic time and stratigraphy and Whoa. relative dating and absolute dating. And then that right like on. rolls into my earth uh, resources, mining, and things like that. And using GIS and GPS for locating resources and, and things what? like that. Do you actually teach them how to read a contour map? Yes. So when they're seniors in high school, they're mm -hmm. graduating, and they know how to look at a contour map, and they see it in 3D. And they know how to apply the relative dating principles for stratigraphy, right. at least in my classroom. <laughs> right on. Man. So what's inspired you to be a teacher in the first place? What, why are you a teacher? Um, it was my first choice growing up, since I had a lot of people in my life, my family, that were teachers. And then I actually started my degree in geology. And right I actually didn't want to be kind of like pigeonholed in Louisiana and the oil fields. I wanted to get out of Louisiana. That's right. So then I changed my major to education. Wow. So okay. secondary science education. Wow. Right on. So you went through chemistry. You went through biology. You went through physics. You I went through about 50 hours of chem, physics, bio, zoology, botany, and all my geology <laughs> classes. I spent about two years in the geology degree program before I changed. Wow. What was it about before that? Uh, in your life that, that, drawn, that drew you to like the natural world like that? I, we always spent time vacationing in Colorado and Arkansas, and I always loved rocks Colorado and minerals. Arkansas, wow. And then yeah. having lots of family members in the oil and gas industry, including my dad. Just, your dad was a geologist? No, he just worked for Sitco Petroleum. Huh. But then, my, like I said, my uncle was a deep-sea exploration engineer, chemical engineer. Wow. 
And then uh, my cousin's husband works for Exxon right now. Ooh. And just right on. always loved geology and rocks wow. and minerals. Right on. You remember being a kid, just loved it. Yeah, collecting rocks all over the place. Is that Take right? Did mm-hmm. you have anybody that was like giving you gems all the time or like men or they, they were like a uh, hidden rock hound? My mom. Is that right? Su- surprisingly, yes. Yeah, my mom always collected rocks and minerals too. Is wow. weird. Wow, right on. Um, well, one of the things about geoscience right now, one of the things that I keep reading about is we're talking about uh, what is it about geoscience? What is it about this subject in education that we're teaching the kids in order for them to maybe advance a skill set that they have naturally and fit naturally in something that they really believe in, like providing efficient energy to the world. That's what the oil and gas industry is. No questions asked. You can get into the details and you can get emotional about anything, but the facts are the oil and gas industry is here and it's here for a long time. It's it's not reality to think any other way. So, and then, so at the same time, we have a whole kind of new way to think about rocks. Mm-hmm. We use all kinds of models now, and we're trying to make better predictions about why is this natural resource here? How could we have drilled less wells, mm-hmm. right? How could we have spent less money and made more mm-hmm. with, by using the right model, by using the right tools? That's what we're teaching the kids. And in my opinion, geology is applying earth science. It's mm-hmm. applying biology, chemistry, it doesn't make sense to me that we don't have an earth science class, call it PE, but an earth all the way through high school. You're, you're, you're the physical world. You need to go out there and understand how, how it works. You need to see it. And now it feels like we're taking that away across this country. A lot of people are saying that, and, and one thing that Trey says was that teachers in the area are so unfamiliar with geology that they're uncomfortable about teaching it. Yeah. Please explain, like, what does that mean? I just think a lot of teachers who go into science don't have a very solid foundation in, ge- in geology and geosciences. So they're more chemistry, physics, biology, life science driven or in their background. Wow. Um, just I haven't met a whole lot of teachers who are passionate about teaching geoscience. Wow. And, I just, and when I, because I grade AP environmental science exams for College Board, and a bulk of those teachers teach fossil fuels, mining, and the oil and gas industry as, this is bad. We need to completely go to renewables. They don't even, they don't even approach the, the holistic aspect wow. of fossil fuels. And like you said, they're not going away. Whoa. And they don't even entertain the idea of teaching the students wow. the reality of that. I get, I get heated. I don't want to say things yeah, I don't want to say. Yeah, it makes me angry, too. Cause well, I mean, just the fact that there, there is something out there that's using a term that is totally outdated. Calling the oil and gas industry and referencing to it as the fossil fuel industry is, is in itself an accurate statement. There's a lot more going on than that. And referencing it that way is wrong. So that's an opportunity. Let's change that. Let's change that term. Why is that definition technically wrong? Or how is there a young mind that says, you know what, I think it is, and I'm going to make the discovery, right? And they go through that, and that inspires them because it's not just all set. We don't know everything. We're not, we don't have everything figured out, right? Right. So these, well, what are we teaching the, te- the kids? Like, oh, no, we have it all figured out. There's really nothing more to it, right? Right, right. And what are this, uh, that's not a platform for them to, to, to really grow, Mm-hmm. It's, that's terrible. We got to get really, really involved in this. So how can we do a better job, in your opinion, as the AAPG, as the local society? How can 
people that have the passion and realize the importance of earth science for the children and everybody that can, is possibly available to even study it, how do we do a better job at, at supporting this effort? I think the biggest thing is exposing teachers to the opportunities for workshops and professional development opportunities to Whoa, cool. get them an under, to have an understanding of the realistic point of view of the oil and gas industry right. and hoping that we can get them on board with teaching students from the objective point of view instead of the subjective. Um, one of the big useful things I recently participated was with the University of Texas, um, the Hildebrand College with the Cockerell uh, mm. Engineering College over there was I did a five-day petroleum engineering workshop. And it was five days of intensive per teacher um, let or teacher presented for yeah. petroleum engineering, but showing us all the ways that the oil and gas industry is making strides in efficiency and environmentalism and things like Whoa. that. And I was able to use that in my class this year. Is that right? And it really opened with some of my students' eyes. They were like, oh, right on. everything I've learned on social media or from my parents was completely false. Wow. And it really got them thinking, like, this is not as simple of an issue as we thought it was. Wow. Right on. And just finding those teachers who are open-minded to doing that for their students. Wow. Wow. I am totally inspired by you right now. The way you said that was, was absolutely spot on. I really, really enjoyed how you did that. And I hope that there's a lot of folks that are listening. Because it's fun. And it's a great opportunity. I say what we should do for a geology field trip for every teacher in Fort Worth, you included. We got to go to like Iceland or New oh, Zealand or Australia. Amazing. Right? China, Mongolia, the Himalayas. Right? Take these people on this experience of the physical world. Yeah. Wow. Right? And just We could do that. We have, right? That's possible. Well, Texas A&M's actually doing, has been doing that for years locally in the United States. It's a two-week field experience where they take us through Texas, Colorado, New Mexico. It's more cool. geomorphology driven, but we actually did a lot of stratigraphy, relative dating, geologic history. That hotels, like dinner, yes. all that stuff. Was and it's 14 cool. days in K-12 teachers, and the professors, their goal was to give the teachers the exposure and teach them how to be more comfortable teaching the geosciences in their classroom. Wow. We visited old and present mines. Wow. And talked about, and it was I've done it. I did it twice, and it was wow. just absolutely amazing. I honestly believe, and I know this sounds kind of crazy, whatever it sounds like, but uh, someone really famous said, you know, it's easier to get to the to Mars than it is to change what's happening in the school system. Yeah, I can't sure. forget that for some reason. I can't forget that statement, and at the same time, I think I honestly believe in this show right now in this conversation, I have been convinced that that is wrong. I have been convinced that we can apply geology to every teacher, inspire them. Whoa, the natural world. This rock's made out of calcium carbonate. I'm a chemist. Whoa, they, really? And all of a sudden, they're just room full of rocks, and they're teaching the kids that, with the physical world how to understand it, mm -hmm. right? How, do we, how is that not a big program? And, and we could do a be much, much better job to support that. And that's one of the things I really want to work towards. You should like run the program. Well, I'm, I'm trying in small ways that I can to help get teachers on board with, you know, really beefing up their geoscience knowledge yeah. and what they do in the classroom. Wow. Travel the world. Can you imagine? Just like 
$500,000 a year. <laughs> They're just traveling the world. That would be great once I retire. <laughs> <laughs> you have I, kids to teach, right? Yeah, I have, you know, I'm not. I'm pretty close to, I, I have about less than 10 years to retire in Texas. Wow. And then I would really like to be involved in continuing to work with wow. teachers. Wow. Well, I look forward to 10 years because I believe you're going to do it. Uh, something like that. I'm definitely going to follow and be a part of that. Uh, what is it about the local society or events that you're into, groups that you're into? How do we kind of follow that story a little bit more? How do I stay connected to... To, to me? Yeah. Or, um, I honestly, I mean, I have Twitter and things like that, but i honestly not very savvy and, I guess, it's on top not... of social media because I'm not a child of... I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> This is also new to me. I'm trying, but I mean. Well, what about like organizations? Like, uh, uh, what are you a part? You're a part of the Texas School District. Yes, right. I'm. I work for a public school district in Dallas. Um, I'm actually on the educational committee for the Southwest section for AP, AAPG. Right it's on. A, it's a new thing that they've developed. They asked me to help be a part of developing workshops for teachers. Um, I've been involved with the University of Texas. I'll actually be presenting in a couple of weeks at the Earth. Earth Educators Rendezvous, that's a national convention. Right on. And be presenting my experience with them in right earth, science, a... earth science literacy and stuff like that. Oh, man. Is that a live event? Is that How do you watch that? I think it's just for the convention. You have what? to be registered. you got to register. You, you, yeah. How do we register? Who's, who's actually putting on? I, CERC. CIRCA. I think CERC, S-E-R-C. S-E-R-C? Yeah. I think it's in conjunction with AGU. Wow. I, I we got to... We will follow it up with that information <laughs> for sure, because I'd love that. I mean, to get, have the chance to watch your presentation. I'm sure the virtual tickets are not that expensive. Um, I think cause you have to register for the conference, and it's a one, two, three-day oh, registration it's just for the just a one-deal package. Yeah. You can't just cherry-pick the thing yeah. or whatever. Whoa. All right. Well, that sounds really, really cool. I think your accomplishments are amazing. You. I think you're amazing what you've done. The APG has found you. You know, you keep coming, you keep showing something that's really, really different. I think it's really, really unique and it's very needed. It's very needed what you're doing. And I just thank you for that and, thank and you. what you do for these kids and really what you've done for me tonight. I honestly <laughs> have been inspired by you. Thank you. It's awesome. So thank you. Yeah, honor. No Share thank the you story. So much. Uh, I guess we'll have maybe someone else on the show and we'll close the show, but okay. maybe we could do a virtual podcast in the future. Maybe you can give us sure. that presentation through the podcast, maybe. Sure. Cool. I can talk to my cohorts with the University of Texas and cool. see about that. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Sabrina, thank you. Thank you very much.